From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, February 9th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Yesterday, Ohioans 65 to 69 years old were supposed to become eligible for their first round of coronavirus vaccine, but the state ran into some complications. Andrew Kinsey reports on those issues that appeared in central Ohio. Franklin County tweeted that no one 65 and older would be scheduled this week because of supply shortage. Marion County said it was at capacity and could not schedule anyone. And in Ross County, 5,000 people were pre-registered, but they only received... 100 doses. The Ohio Department of Health provided us a statement saying the state simply does not have enough vaccine right now. It went on to say as they get spread out to providers, the amount of doses they receive could be less than before. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Older Ohioans are anxiously awaiting their chance to get a coronavirus vaccine. Roxanne Elias has one woman's story. Barbara Beaverson tried her hardest to get a COVID-19 vaccine. I'll be 73 Thursday the 11th, and I had two-thirds of my lung removed, and I have COPD. If I would get the virus, I I know there's no way that I would survive. (laughs) Signing up for the vaccine has been no laughing matter. She spent hours and days searching for a place to get vaccinated and finally got an appointment. I know there's uh, a lot of people out there that's probably worse off than I am. Roxanne Elias in South Toledo. Anthony Sowell, who was sentenced to die for killing 11 women and hiding their remains in and around his home in Cleveland, has died in prison due to a terminal illness. A spokesperson for the Ohio Department of Rehabilitation and Correction confirmed Sowell's death yesterday, adding he did not die of COVID-19. Sowell was admitted to the end-of-life care unit at the Franklin Medical Center in Columbus last month. Florence Bray of Cleveland, the mother of Crystal Dozier, one of Sowell's victims, addressed his death. He's been in jail for the longest. And my daughter did and been buried 12 years. And I'm glad he did. I ain't sad. In October 2009, police entered his home in Cleveland and found body after body. His 11 victims were all women, and while several of them lived high-risk lifestyles, authorities ignored their families' concerns for their missing loved ones. Anthony Sowell was 61 years old. A Franklin County judge today lowered the bond from $3 million to $1 million for Adam Coy, a former Columbus police officer charged with murder in the shooting death of Andre Hill, an unarmed black man. The Columbus Dispatch reports that Common Pleas Judge Stephen McIntosh granted a motion for reconsideration filed by Coy's attorneys, which argued Coy's original $3 million bond set Friday at his arraignment was excessive. The judge called $1 million, quote, a reasonable bond because of the nature of the offense, end quote. Coy posted bond shortly thereafter. Cleveland will host the three-day NFL draft beginning April 29th, an event that without a pandemic would draw a huge crowd to the area around the stadium and the lakefront. Lena Lai has more. While the draft before COVID brought more than $200 million to the Nashville area, it's not clear how big Cleveland's shot in the arm will be. Downtown hotels have suffered in the pandemic, only 31% full in 2020 compared to 68% the year before. Already, several high-end downtown hotels are sold out April 29th to May 1st, and those with a few rooms left are going for more than $500 a night. The same room the week before, less than $150. Bucks. I'm Lena Lai. 
A 43-year-old music teacher in a Cleveland Catholic school has been arrested for having what authorities say were sexually explicit conversations with an undercover officer posing as a 15-year-old girl, ONN's Dave James reports. The Cuyahoga County Prosecutor's Office says Gregory Cannot, a teacher at Our Lady of Angels School, was engaging in the sexually explicit conversations with the officer over the last two weeks, initiated through a popular social media application. Investigators were able to obtain a search warrant for Kanat's cell phone. Then yesterday, task force investigators, along with police and Berea, detained Kanat outside his home. He was being held on two counts of importuning and possession of criminal tools. Dave James, ONN News. A Republican Ohio lawmaker has reintroduced a bill to repeal a legislative bailout of two nuclear power plants at the heart of a $60 million federal bribery probe. State Representative Laura Lanise represents Grove City in suburban Columbus. Lanise reintroduced the repeal bill last week, saying it will instill public confidence in the legislative process, among other benefits. A similar bill introduced by Lanise last year died after Republican lawmakers in the GOP-controlled House disagreed on whether that repeal was even necessary. Investigators say the 2019 law known as House Bill 6 was the outcome of energy company money illegally funded to lawmakers to ensure its passage. A World Health Organization scientist says the coronavirus is unlikely to have leaked from a Chinese lab and most probably jumped to humans via an intermediary species. More from Karina Nova. The animal diseases expert made the assessment in a summation of the organization's investigation into the possible origins of the coronavirus in the Chinese city of Wuhan, where the first cases were discovered in 2019. A lab in Wuhan has collected extensive virus samples, leading to unproven allegations that it may have caused the original outbreak by leaking the virus into the surrounding community. China has strongly denied that possibility and has promoted unproven theories that the virus may have originated elsewhere. Karina Nova, ONN News. And Marty Schottenheimer, who won 200 regular season games while coaching four NFL teams, including the Cleveland Browns, has died at the age of 77. More from Dave James. A family friend says Schottenheimer died last night at a hospice in Charlotte, North Carolina. He was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in 2014. Schottenheimer was the eighth winningest coach in NFL history with a record of 200 wins, 126 losses, and one tie in 21 seasons with the Cleveland Browns, Kansas City Chiefs, Washington Redskins, and San Diego Chargers. Despite the success, his teams were 5-13 and 13 in the playoffs and never made it to a Super Bowl. Dave James, I went in news. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.